back to another episode of Snow Peas. This is Dr. Owen Mandanas, and we have Dr. Cameron O'Connell. And we are super happy to have back Zanita Stetsonova, plant-based mama. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about milk, all kinds of milk, and I know it's so exciting. Actually, it is very exciting, but first we want to hear what Zanita did while she was missing MIA oh my for gosh. two episodes. <laughs> yeah, she was. First of all, so good to be back, you guys. Woo. I missed you girls so much. <laughs> you did not. Whatever, Kennedy Space Center. Oh, it was bad, oh. but at least I wasn't here with you. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's such a blur now at this at this point. But we had a lot of fun. It was really good to get Where away. Where did you the, go? You had well, oh, we went to Florida. I'm sorry that you guys already told the people. I went to Florida, the sunny state of Florida. Um, and actually, that was um, our first time going to Florida, so it was a lot of fun. It was good to get away, to get some sunshine. The weather was like um, 60s, but uh, towards the end, it was like 80s, which is really hot. Oh. <laughs> Floridian, oh. though. <laughs> when it was in the 70s, we're saying how hot it was. Wait. which I mean, excuse me, how cold it was. Right. Were you, how long were you gone? Two weeks? Three weeks. Was it three weeks? No I wonder know. I missed you so much. <laughs> yeah, she's gone for three weeks. Yeah, yeah, I know. I barely even know you. Like, that's how I feel. I know. <laughs> I need to do Why am I here? Oh, my gosh. It was beautiful. Tanzania, come on. Let's go to Africa in December. I'm trying to drag everyone with me. Yeah. Let's Oaxaca. go back to the motherland. Oaxaca. <laughs> Ain't my motherland, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. maybe it is. Well, I Could mean, be. that just, yeah, it's subjective. Land of carcinoma for to... me or some kind of skin <laughs> cancer. <laughs> No, it was good. We did um, Disney World, which was really awesome, and we caught it at the 50th anniversary. Oh wow! And the Look perfect at you. age your kids. Oh my gosh, they had a blast. They really had a good time. And for me, it was the fireworks show. So flipping incredible! Right. Wow. I cried, you guys. Like it's just your whole childhood, you know, yeah. like right before your eyes. But yeah, we had a really I'm a great princess. time. I'll always be a princess. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, you guys. The minute that we walked into Disney World and we were standing in front of the the castle at Magic Kingdom, Ludmila throws her arms out to the... Oh, my... I'm like, what? Throws her arms out like a little princess, and she's like chest puffed out swinging around and we just had to stay there Nikolai tried to pull her away and she wasn't having anything <laughs> of it and she like kind of did it in one spot and then pranced to the other this spot this is not your moment <laughs> man this is my Isn't moment it? but what does she know I'm like what is she doing because it's all the feels man it's all the feels and she she's like I've arrived I am here. It's like you know every Disney movie, right? It's got it's got that totally of that That castle. But she's never watched. Like she knows nothing about Disney. No Disney Disney princesses. Nothing. So it was really kind of really. You guys don't have any Disney movies. Nothing. Nothing. Frozen somehow has passed you by. Nikolai's watched Frozen. Okay, but she has. But on, via Disney Plus. But no, she oh, hasn't watched anything like that. That's so, so because yeah. she's wild. so young. Know, wild, 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 wild. She, there, there is something like crazy about Disney. Yeah. I mean, it is they they get the magic. I think so. Yeah, it was really good. And while I was there, I got to um, catch the uh, what was it? Southwest Florida Veg Fest. I saw that. Yeah, that looked was, like a lot of fun. It was really cool. Got to try some really um, great vegan foods, and they had it on a U Pick farm, so very similar to the one that we have oh, in Wasilla. Oh, that's interesting. Oh my gosh, you guys! I was just drooling at all the produce that oh, they had. I'm just like, Mm-mm. just so tell um, us the produce you ate when you were there. <laughs> it's like it's like Snoopy porn. <laughs> <laughs> what was the fresh? 
fruit. Tell us vegetables. about the fruit. <laughs> so <laughs> we ate a lot of, like, we didn't eat anything that we, oh, actually, we ate a lot of strawberries because Luda's, like, obsessed with strawberries right now. But you know what oh, I they're tried? they're not even going to taste good here anymore. Oh, I know. She's spoiled. Oh, no. She's ruined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I tried for the first time that I'm in love with What's right that? now is um, watermelon radish. What oh, the heck yeah, is it's that? good stuff. Oh, my God. What's yeah. watermelon radish? Oh, it is a, it's like the white radish, right? But it's just pink in the inside. I don't know really anything about it. I just, I don't, I mean, it, to me, it's a milder version of the radish. I've never and it's, heard kind of, of it. it's just different colored on the inside. It is. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have, I bought some from Natural Pantry and so I'll do more research and then I'll put it on a salad. That's where I had it. Mm. It's on a salad. Um, so didn't eat a ton of fruit, but we ate at a lot of vegan restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. Ton. There's this restaurant called Ethos. It's a whole, you know, um, vegan restaurant with like a bar, like a real restaurant that you can go to, wow. like with your family. It was really amazing, mm. and their meatloaf was out of sight. I believe it. Yeah, I bet that was healthy though, because you were saying you were eating a lot of maybe not healthy vegan food, or you feel like it was. Yeah, well, it's just it doesn't work well with my body, you know. Like literally, you need the fresh greens. I need fresh greens. It just doesn't work. Like I feel right. puffy, you know. Yep. And that's just after one seating of eating like fake meats and stuff. Mm. Yeah. So I know, but some of those restaurants, the fake meat is like lentils yeah, and, and then, yumminess. Exactly. This was that that wasn't so bad. That was like um, made in house. But then we there was this another uh, another place where I had like two chicken sandwiches, <laughs> fried chicken sandwiches. Oh, yeah, that, oh, yeah. that ain't legit. <laughs> It was delicious. Well, she had a great time. I know. Yellow. What do you do this weekend, Owen? Oh, I don't know. What did, <laughs> what did you do? Blur, oh, right? you know what? Um, because we're going to Irvine for, um, tomorrow for hockey, so I was, I, I was trying to clean the house. I'm actually trying to clean it. So soon we're gonna remodel our kitchen, and I just need to get rid so of stuff. Exciting. So exciting. Right. Right. So what are you getting rid of? <laughs> no, like always exciting. Tell me what you're gonna take. Ah, and just dumb stuff. Like I even like so nice to do a big stupid purge. toiletries in my house that I think I need. Right. Like I've literally had like this Clinique sample face scrub. Oh my god! How <laughs> is it that those things multiply? Years. They have babies I just in look. the little like oh my in the drawer. Like, what the hell? I didn't know I, there was a Clinique Estee Lauder. It's at like, least six years old, and I just threw it away and I was like I'm never gonna use this good for you Owen I mean but it's hard Go to like Owen. part with things I know I don't know I it just is got... it feels wasteful somehow but it's not your headspace clears up so it's and less I, waste and I um I don't know I clean like I clean mm-hmm. the kitchen it just and sound... on Sunday what'd you do what I do on bed Sunday? your boys oh yeah oh <laughs> that's yeah. true I have to take them <laughs> Salads. Monster delicious looking <laughs> yeah, salads. It great. We eat salads out of mix we were talking about this eating salads out of mixing right. bowls. And it's the best yeah. idea in the planet. It is a really good idea. And I just saw on Twitter, you know, I'm a little bit addicted to Twitter. <laughs> but somebody but so I follow these like plant people on Twitter. Right. And Ooh. some lady said something like to the effect of like anything I'm sorry, plates, but everything's better out of a bowl. And it was like <laughs> And it's kind of true. It's like, why did you need a plate? Anyway, um, yeah, I fed Saturday morning. My younger son's 16. He's like, Mom, can you make me a salad? And I was just telling Zanita, I can never, like, I won't do things for the kids all the time, but if they say, can you please make me Stop, a salad? Stop, drop, and roll. Like, I'm making <laughs> the kid a salad. You're like, can I? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm making salads for sure. So, and they eat everything. They eat 
you know, do, I saw onions. you had broccoli in there. Was, was that like a mix, or did you actually put broccoli no, in there? No, I put broccoli. That's in there. impressive. Yeah. No, I get like um, green leaf lettuce, and yeah. then I get the herb salad mix or whatever. Right. Just the yeah, box. that's what I do. Yeah. And then I mix that, and then I put whatever else we have in there. Right. I mean, which is a lot of things. Oh, I forgot to stick sprouts in that salad. I just <laughs> darn it. Redo. <laughs> No, but I i mean, my kids eat veggies. Yeah, they do. So it's pretty cool. That is really nice. Mom won't win, be, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Won't yeah. be having to choke them down later in life, which is awesome. So um, what about you, Dr. O'Connell? I, well, for starters, today is my parents' wedding anniversary. Oh, my gosh. And I will probably be taking a task for this because I, but I do believe it's their 47th anniversary wow I impressive know. that is so, happy anniversary but on the yeah, salad happy anniversary yeah, happy anniversary you guys um on that note though they went which i just it's a bit of a news flash to land's end and homer for their anniversary mm. i think when the I last weekend there. of yeah. our kind of anniversary and uh, valentine's combined and my dad was like they have this giant beet salad for breakfast that you can order what? and i was super I was breakfast. confused. He's like, it was there. It was on. I, and, and these guys are not late breakfast eaters. They're not like, you know, rolling in after a party at yeah. 11. Like they are. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's they're yeah, banging yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chocolate chip pancake and beet salad. Yeah. No. Nope. It's more like they're 4 a.m. looking at the 2 a.m.ers going, huh. <laughs> so anyway, that was their experience. So that was pretty cool. Did he eat it? Order it? Oh, yeah. No, he's a he loves salad, so. And he loves beets. And he loves beets. Huh. I know. I thought like you did not get that. No, I did yeah. not. That gene skipped me for you know, darn so sure. I was making salads for my sons in the morning. I was like, why don't we eat salads for breakfast? It's super I know. weird. I, it, it, I, it is good. weird. Yeah. Yeah. It feels really good. Because it's like heavy pancakes and bacon. <laughs> and now I'm like, here's your salad bowl. Oh, that's perfect. I love it. Super love it. I mean, it does make you you noticeably feel better if you eat something really nutritious. In the morning, yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah, and when I think I kept, you tend to make better choices throughout the well, day. Well, when I was lo- trying to get veggies in before I was like trying to really be vegan or like when I was up and down, I would roast Brussels sprouts in the morning while I woke Ew. up early, and then <laughs> I would eat a bowl. Or I, I just, don't think I could hack Brussels sprouts, but I could really? definitely do broccoli instead. Yeah, Brussels sprouts are a little bitter for me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but. I just, I would always, or I'd get a bowl and put spinach leaves in there and I'd get up early and I'd read. Yeah. And then I would make sure I ate that bowl of spinach in the morning. On its own? Yeah. Like, you're, you're hardcore. Yeah. Nope. I mean, dress, these I are the times like, I was like, trying to make sure I got veggies in my system. Yeah, no, you're taking I know. cold showers and, you know. <laughs> yeah, you need to start too. doing that, too. <laughs> that's, that's on my list. Wim Hof. Suffer. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys ready to talk about plant milk in just a second and milk milk in just a, a moment when we get back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do yeah. it. All right. Krova is we'll how you be... say cow in Russian. Just... Krova? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I you to know well, that. you were down in, you know, <laughs> Cuban country, <laughs> so vodka. Okay, well, here we go, Alaska and <sighs> Cuban. All right, we'll be right back, guys. Hi, this is Dr. Cameron O'Connell, and I'm giving a quick plug for Snow Pea Number 3, otherwise known as Owen Mendanis, DDS. If you have teeth, which I think the majority of us do, You have to come see this woman. She has a passion for oral health, sleep, 
and plant-based diet, which all feeds back into keeping you healthy and happy. She has worked in Nome. She has worked all across Alaska and has set up in Anchorage. We are so happy to have her here. She is a uh, environmentally, functionally, everything you could want out of a dentist. She focuses on treating the root cause of oral disease and her patients love her. So take my word for it. You can find her at www.ladydentistanchorage.com. You better get on her schedule because it's filling up. Okay, so we are back with the snow piece. This is Dr. Mandanis again. And to get this milk party started, <laughs> um, please, because we please all have milk parties, right? <laughs> oh boy. No, uh, so. I, is this Wisconsin? One of the first, Where am I? <laughs> one of the first books I ever read when I took my... Um, the plunge? No, when I kind of took the plunge, when I took the class with Phil right. on um, how to prevent cancer. Right. cancer prevention cooking class. One of the first books I read was The China Study. So this is the quintessential game-changing milk book. Like if you think milk's fine right you will never think it's fine after you read the china study i mean it is the anti i mean it was kind of for me the defining moment where i was like how have i been fooled about milk (laughs) and it's really it's pretty intense so if some of you know who dr t colin campbell is he's like also one of the major ogs he is Mm -hmm. he is an og he is so um but the China study, the things I remembered about it that really stuck in my head were, well, the first thing that was sort of like conspiracy theory is there used to be these clandestine, like these secret meetings of how milk got into our school system right. and how they put it into the school system. So back in the 60s, 70s, they would like meet at, um, you know, the airport hotel <laughs> oh my god was and it farmers like or politicians no it was po- it was like Probably milk both. industry uh-huh. and politicians how they were going to get milk into the school system so i'm 53 and and you guys are younger than me like this has been our life growing up for sure right is milk in our schools oh yeah uh, we had the little cartons That's of milk. It. Bring I that, mean, you know, 10 cents to get the milk. Yeah. This so is our funny. whole life. That's all we had was milk. Yeah. I mean, and we think it's good. Milk does a body you good. Need it for blah, your bones. Blah, blah, all of that stuff. And it was like very planned out by politicians and the milk industry to like infiltrate the schools so that's not really what i'm talking about today but that's one of the things i really remember about the china study i feel like that's all they did in the 50s and 60s was like run from clandestine meetings clandestine right? meetings. The they actually were never seen no one ever saw congress in <laughs> the senators were never where they're supposed to be well i don't want to get too sad so now we're going to talk about cancer oh good you, you but we are going to talk about cancer because the okay. biggest take home from this book was the aflatoxin study. So aflatoxin is a toxin, and it's like from, it it was in peanuts. So Dr. Campbell in the 70s or 60s went to the Philippines to try to find the perfect protein for, for impoverished kids. And so he thought, like he went to the Philippines and thought, oh, maybe they can find it in peanut butter. They were trying to mm. find an affordable right. protein. 
and peanuts have an aflatoxin. It can. It's one of the like a toxin that can be in peanuts that aren't processed correctly. That was in plants. So anyway, I'm gonna kind of be a little bit dry here and go over how this relates to milk. So there's three stages of cancer. And I know this seems like it's coming out of nowhere, but it's initiation, promotion, progression. And the one thing I really remember in the China study was was um, using the analogy of growing grass to growing cancers. Mm-hmm. So the initiation stage of of cancer is there must be a toxin. So we we are all worried about like I know Zinnia especially household toxins mm-hmm. and like what right. are we what's in our food? What are we what are we what are we smelling? What are we breathing in? What's in our what are our bed sheets made right. of? All this so toxin, toxin, toxins. Mm-hmm. So um, in order for a toxin to affect our body, it has to be converted. So it doesn't just go into our body like we don't just get a toxin, but an enzyme has to convert it. So, um, so this is akin to grass seeds and soil. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. So we have like this toxin that comes into our body. Like gra- like seeds, so you're going to start a lawn, and um, and then it get, has to get converted. But the second stage after initiation is promotion. So we must give the grass seeds like the right conditions to grow. Mm-hmm. So we give them good soil, water, right. sunlight, all these things. So even if we have a toxin in our body, it doesn't mean like oh now we're going to get cancer. Right. We actually have to promote ignite it. Ignite it. Mm-hmm. We have to ignite it. Yeah. So uh, it's just like seeds in the soil. The seeds will go dormant if they don't have the water, right, sunlight, right, yeah. etc. But it's the same thing with what we eat. Mm-hmm. So it's dietary factors. And there's promoters that promote cancer foods. Mm-hmm. And there's anti-promoters, which slow or stop the growth of cancer. Right. So the promoters, sugars, oils meats yeah they all promote cancer growth but we they didn't really know that when dr campbell was trying to figure all this out and then um and then there's anti-promoters and guess what the anti-promoters are a lot of fruits plants Mm -hmm. Plants. so um and so the third stage so we had initiation where we got the toxin in our body or the seed the grass seeds in the soil and the promotion like what are we giving the cancer itself to grow and then so the third stage is progression of the stage. So this is like the lawn. All of a sudden, we've been growing these things, and the lawn takes over other parts of your body. That's like metastasis. Or it goes into the neighbor's lawn that didn't want like grass. Weeds. Right. Yeah, so this is progression. So what Dr. Campbell's, sorry if this is getting a little bit boring, but what, so what Dr. Campbell's um, was studying aflatoxin in rats. Or there was a study in India done on rats that he had studied. And they were giving, so they gave these rats proteins that were turning on and off the aflatoxin toxic substance. Like, so mm-hmm. aflatoxin's not good for us. So they were giving rats 20% proteins and 5% proteins. And even at that rate, they could turn cancers on and off in rats. 20% would get cancer and turned 5%. Off. Yeah. And 5% would turn it off. 5% would turn it off. And then they took that a little bit further 
and they gave it different types of proteins. So you we're talking about, they gave them a food source, and they said 20% yeah. of this food source, if right. we were to break down the macros, is protein. Right. And another food source, 5% of the macros were protein. Yeah. And so the 5% food source with the macros turned no it off. No cancer. The 20% turned, turned it, it on. on. Okay. Right. So, but the, Great visual. Yeah. And so the other thing is, um, is then they just decided to use different cancers. I mean, not cancers, different proteins. And plant proteins, so they use casein, which is the protein in milk. One of, yep. Yeah, so this is this was huge to me like nine years ago. The casein would turn on the cancers and not having casein would turn it off at the 20% or at the 5% level. Wow. But not only that, when they decided <laughs> to use plant proteins, any plant proteins like soy, nothing. It would not, it would turn the cancers off at 20% or at 5%. So this is, this is just huge. I mean, this was for me, the study that was like, okay, it's what I'm putting in my body. Right. I mean, it's definitely the food. So it's worth reading the China study. I mean, I'm just going to read a quote from there, from the book. I mean, it was literally plant proteins. There's no cancer from plant proteins. It's, it's crazy. I mean, I think right. it's really, it's just a really big deal. But the results of these studies, it just really showed that nutrition to be um, far more, it, it, nutrition is far more important in controlling cancer promotion than the dose of the initiating carcinogen. So yeah, we might be affected by all these things that we're trying to not have in our lives. Right. And not that you want that carcinogen. But just keep the promoters down, but basically. But keep the promoters down. And that's the only, the ways that we can do it right. is through what we eat. And that's why we're promoting a plant-based diet. And so our big focus today has been on plant-based milks. And so we've had a lot of questions that have come up of like, you know, what about plant-based milks? Are they good for you? Are there ones out there that are better for you? Are there ones that, you know, what about this, you know, the thing that's in them that doesn't do you any good? Is that a problem? You know, what's, I mean, I get that a lot from patients, which all the time, which milk should I have? Should I have oat? Should I have almond? Should I have hemp? Should I have X, Y, or Z? So people want to know what's better for them. And then, of course, people also want to say, can I call it milk? <laughs> right. And I'm here to tell you, yes, Apparently you can. Apparently you can because right. Cause, cause that Miyoko's yep. had the lawsuit. Right. You can call it milk. Yep. Um, is it technically a milk? Well, looking at the dictionary, it's not coming out of the mammary gland of a mammal, so probably <laughs> not. But at the same time, we're still calling it milk. We're still legally allowed to, so we're going to do it for the rest of the podcast. Nut milk. Nut milk. There we go. Hemp milk. Yeah, but there's like thistle milk and, and anything it's that's like milky, milky white, we just call it milky yeah. or milk. So, so. It tastes uh, just like milk, in my opinion. What does? Like nut milks or oat milk. Or yeah. is it just because I've had it for so yeah, long? Yeah, it is because, because you've had, had it for, for so long. long. So there's a bunch of different kinds of milk out there. People, you know, once again, always get a hold of me. Like, is oat milk, almond milk? soy milk, rice milk, coconut milk, what's best? So I did a little bit of research, and I looked up some of the the ones that come up the most. So oat, almond, pea, soy, rice milk, and coconut. There's other ones that I've, once again, bump up to hemp, academia, but we're not, I'm not going to cover those today. Kind of the interesting things that popped out was almond, by the way, is the number one milk, uh, nut milk in the U.S. as mm-hmm. of 2014. So almond kind of rules the roost. It's got a lot of 
molasses. It's got more calcium than cow's milk. It's lower calorie than cow's milk. Additionally, it has 0% saturated fat for people who are worried about cardiovascular disease and increasing their cholesterol. Protein, fiber, vitamin E. It's got a lot of great stuff, including a tie in antioxidants, a little bit of vitamin A bumping around in there. And then Zanita pointed out earlier that it'd be good for people to know maybe some brands that are great. And Elmhurst has stuck out to me recently as a plant-based milk company that doesn't have a lot of additives. So I would say that kind of rules the roost with the almond situation. Pea and soy. Elmhurst? I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's newer. Yeah, they have it at Natural Pantry and the refrigerated section. They do. (laughs) Yep. Pea and soy are kind of on the same wavelength they both are really high in protein but that's what's interesting is cow's milk is one of the is the number one or one of the number one allergens found in children and the reason that i think soy can also be that for a lot of kids as well it can be a pretty high allergen and it's because it's got a really high protein content Mm. and basically as far as we knew until just recently allergens if you were to have allergic reaction it's the protein and whatever you got a hold of that really kicked off the allergic Hmm. reaction so higher the protein higher the leucine in soy which is a particular amino acid the more problematic it can be interesting so does soy have more protein than cashew milk cashews yes absolutely soy and pea rule the roost yeah remember the one edamame has like the same amount of protein as a little thing of chicken nutritionally a lot of i mean nutritionists often will kind of kowtow and say okay well soy is the best best thing in place of cow's milk because they're so concerned that you're not going to get enough protein your kids aren't going to get enough calcium. Where do you get your protein? Exactly but um, soy does have some saturated milk uh, saturated fat in it 15% pea's a little bit lower. The one that I am there's two out there that I and oat milk yeah it's a lot of people really love it um, you know, obviously lowering the, the fat content. It, it does have the same sugar content as a cow's milk, though. So if you're looking to keep the, like, sugar end of it down, slash, like, the, the carbohydrate end of it down, oat might not be your jam, but it also tastes good. It's great. The two I'm not super fond of are rice milk and coconut milk. Mm. Coconut milk is... I know you diss on coconut milk. It makes me upset. It's jammed. It only it's sugar, right? saturated fat, man. Uh, it's high, delish. High, high, saturated fat. High, 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 high. So, I mean, I it's basically almost the, the fat that's in it is saturated fat. So... <laughs> that's why it's good, huh? Oh, it's, Ooh, it's so, so good. good. Um, and the other one would be rice milk, right? Boring. Arsenic. Arsenic is high. It doesn't even taste good. I know, but... It, it, Pretty much the only group of people I can see that could have any benefit from this at all in moderate, like small amounts, would be athletes. Somebody who's gone out and is really aggressive and needs to have like a good glucose replacement, rice milk would work. But otherwise, I'd start still steer clear of both of those puppies if you could. So I also have to say that like just don't drink milk that much anymore. <laughs> I thought like the one thing I thought I'd never give up when I started this was yogurt, and it's mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. I get some substitutes, right. but like I don't even care that yeah. much, honestly. I'm I like, think the I'm big like, thing people need to avoid is like there's a ton of oil in a lot of these pre-made ones, and then there's added sugar in the carnage like I can never say it, carrageenan, yeah, which is a which derivative is, of Irish moss. Oh, I um, thought that algae. was like algae. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. And the problem being that there's a lot of research pro, a lot of research against, and then it can cause like. Uh, Kind of IBS gastrointestinal distress can be 
hard on your intestinal lining. And so if you're somebody who's got, I think it can be a much bigger deal if you have Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, or just like, I don't know what's wrong with my dummy. I think that might yeah. be better to stick away from. So that was the big thing for me. Avoid those sugars. Check the label. Sugar, mm-hmm. oil. And with the, the, the store-bought one, the store-bought ones, the less ingredients, the better. Exactly. Right. Which is, the part of the, which is why Elmer's looks great. It's like two ingredients. Really, it should be two ingredients. That's yeah. all you need. Yeah. A lot of them have salt, which I'm not super banged up about, but if you're somebody, once again, who's keeping their sodium content down for heart health, then something to keep in mind. Yeah. yeah. Totally. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, okay. Anything else, Cameron? Uh, no, basically, oh. hold on. You brought the fire. Yeah. You brought the info. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I think we covered all my last little bits. Like I said, I will say this again. Almond, probably the best, and then pea and soy after that. Okay, okay. so before I get into mine, because cashews, cashew milk is our jam, like how do you feel about cashews compared to almonds? Almond still rules. Cashew's yeah. going to have a higher fat content to it, and probably right off the top of my head, I'm going to say it's going to have a higher saturated fat content to it. Mm. Excellent. All Can't right. win for losing. Okay, <laughs> well, we will be right back with Ooh. Zanita to tell us about lots of different Ooh. milks and how she makes her own milks. Ooh, yes, she will. Really impressive. All right, we'll be back. Hey guys, Dr. Cameron O'Connell is here to bother you at our break to ask you to think about joining our Patreon subscription service. Why would you do this, you ask, in all this hustle bustle of life? Well, Patreon's amazing because it's a platform that lets us be able to interact with you and bring you into the wonderful world of the snow peas. There is a membership level to fit every budget and as much as you want to be involved, you can be involved. Additionally, you get access to our special little private podcast that goes along with the Snow Peas podcast where we talk about the book that we're reading and where we have our book club discussion. So you can listen to Owen and Zanita and I duke it out about what the highs and what the lows are that we love. Additionally, we're adding more things in like once a month for a certain tier, we're going to get together and chat and just hear what your questions are and be able to answer them for you. Also, there'll be early access to events. So VegFest next year, tickets will go on sale early and we're just expanding all the time. And no matter what, we want to thank you so much for listening and being a part of this snow peas extravaganza that we've put together. We feel incredibly blessed. So you can find us if you want to. If you go on to Facebook, you can see where we've got a player out from Captivate. There's a little donate button that'll take you straight to Patreon. Additionally, you can go to patreon.com backslash snow peas podcast to find us and patreon is spelled because i am a terrible speller p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash snow peas podcast we hope to see you there we can't wait the world is going to be peified because it's going to be peaceful it's going to be all those puns we'll see you soon thanks again All right, guys, welcome back. And so I'm super excited to share with you a recipe that I like to make around the house. And we're actually obsessed with making um, nut milk because after I got done nursing Ludmila, she went straight to a nut milk. So I wanted to find something that 
um, we could make at the house that was inexpensive and you know good for her. So this is kind of why I shied away from the store-bought milks oh, yeah. because when I was looking at all the ingredients, I'm like, but why so many ingredients? And then oils, yeah, There's so oils many oils and, stuff. and store-bought milks um, and sugar, and man, sugar, 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 preservatives. And I'm always gonna recommend that if you can make it, make it because that way you can control what's in it. Yeah. So um, we make cashew milk for her, and so this this recipe is super super simple, and we make it even more simple because we don't even do all this stuff anymore. But um, what you're gonna wanna do is start with one cup of raw cashews and soak them in very hot water. Some recipes are gonna tell you to soak them overnight. Okay, so when we were in Florida, there was no way that I was gonna buy Luda um, store-bought milk for three weeks. So I was like, we gotta make, you know, uh, cashew milk while we were there. So we went to Walmart and got a $19 little blender and- What'd you get? Like just a you know, blender blender or like a bowl or oh, something? Oh, it, it, it was a blender. Yeah, and I can't even remember the name. We threw away the block, the box so um, quickly, and it, it didn't even have a name on it. It was that inexpensive mm. on the actual blender. Made in China, that's what <laughs> exactly. it's called. Exactly. But I'll have to tell you guys, we were so impressed by this little inexpensive blender because I've always thought that you needed a high-speed blender in order to make nut milks or even some smoothies yeah, for, for that matter. What we did was didn't soak them overnight. We put them in boiling hot water literally for 10 minutes like no longer than that you guys even with the dates and everything everything blended up beautifully no straining required like everyone should be making Cheese their own milk is not a must it's what i'm not a from must you. it I is mean, not a must so keep with your recipe because you changed okay. my life with it <laughs> sorry i had to just digress because i don't want you guys to think that you need a high speed blender you could use a regular old blender and i think a bullet would work too it's just they're kind of tiny right oh you can get the big ones now oh we go with the house it's like that though Okay. I mean, no one can see me, but that's probably what I get. Seven inches. <laughs> okay, so let's back up. So you want to um, soak one cup of raw cashews. Uh, use two pitted dates. Uh, four cups of filtered water. Now, you could use more water than that or less. It just depends on the texture, if you want it thick or really a little loose. Your water? Like, what do you use? So, Sasha, we have a filtered water mm. system in our house that mm. Sasha, yeah, it. we can show you when you come over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, one tablespoon, uh, teaspoon of vanilla extract and a pinch of salt if you're salty. And so to be honest with you guys, salty. we now, because we make it like on a regular, we're probably making like two batches within a week. Right. Um, we only do like the cashews. Sometimes we do the um, the dates. Sometimes mm -hmm. not. The, the date's going to give you that, that froth. And Sweeter. That, yeah. And, then, and also that milk mustache that some people really look forward to. I don't use any salt just because I don't want anyone right. to get used to it. And I actually don't even use any sweetener in it because Luda drinks it on the regular. I don't want her to get used to like sweet drinks. Right. So honestly, if you just wanted to do cashews and water, you're going to be fine. Like it tastes delicious to me. Yeah. So that's <laughs> all I do. Yeah. I mean, is it not great? Oh my God. I just, you know, I am the kind of person that researches things for like a couple of years. <laughs> and then when I actually do it, I'm like, but it does and seem I mean, intimidating, though. It does. Yeah. Because every recipe is like, you need a cheesecloth, you need, like, this special <laughs> machine. And I'm like, what? And then you're like, I never strain it. Never. And I'm like, what? And it is crazy. Yeah. All I do is I don't even soak my cashews anymore. <laughs> you don't really have to. I'm pretty to. sure you told me you don't have to. <laughs> you don't. I mean, definitely uh -uh. You don't, if you have a high-speed blender, you don't have to. I yeah. never do. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know we're all urban legends. So I just put a cup, uh, <laughs> a cup of... The part squash them. <laughs> the cup of cashews... And and then I blend it with like 
half a cup so it's like creamier yeah and i make it really creamy then i add all the water is that what oh, you yeah. do or do you just I, put it all in there? i know put it all in there yeah nothing mm. fancy four mm. cups of water cup of cat a cup of cashews and i'm done with it so she's um, over it she's so dropping I, the mic and so walking I'm, away this is this is exactly <laughs> what i do because it's anita now and i will tell you that it makes the best sauces Oh my gosh! Like crazy so true. good sauce. So my sauce recipe is um, the cashew milk, and then I make some pasta. And I love to use mushrooms oh, or broccoli yeah. or asparagus, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then nutritional just, yeast. And then that's all I do. I, really? Sometimes I'll saute onions, but I don't even get. That sometimes I'm too lazy to do <laughs> onions and garlic. And then I'll just make a sauce with. I'll take like whatever vegetable I used and then I'll just throw the milk in there and then I don't you don't have to use cornstarch nothing to thicken it up it's like crazy. for some Sounds reason delicious. the cashew milk just thickens up on its yeah. own so I'm betting you could do this with other stuff like you could do it with almonds you could so, do it with oats correct exactly yep. I was gonna say you can use the same do you exact do that with recipe oats? So we do make oat milk when we run out of cashews, and I did that actually the other day. The thing with oatmeal is you don't want to blend it for a long time because if you slimy. do, it gets super slimy. So like literally no more than 19 seconds, and I mean count it out. So that's my problem because I can't stand oat milk that I make at home. It's because you've overblended it. So literally, oh, and, and that there one we you go. should Pro strain. Tip. You should strain because I'm serious. Just 19 seconds, See, and then just strain I can't it to even get all deal the. With it. I'll have to make you some. So I, you know, I um, make smoothies almost every day at work. And um, what I did change is I used to buy milk, you know, like the packets of milk that we were just talking about. Yeah. And then I um, ended up walking to work, long story, but not for my house. (laughs) But I needed milk. I needed milk. Wayne dropped me off a couple blocks away. (laughs) Also a long story. But anyways, I digress. Uh-oh. But I'm like, I need milk for my smoothies. And so I went to Cars, which is close by here. And um, another story. <laughs> I went to the Safeway, and I was like, I don't want to carry milk back. I'll just buy a little tiny bag of oatmeal. Yeah. And then now that's all I do is I don't even buy milk anymore. I, I just put oatmeal with my smoothie. I mean, I just There put, we go. I mean, it just seems so, so smart. silly yeah. that I ever bought a heavy milk when right. I could just throw the oatmeal into my smoothie. Like, it just seems dumb that I ever didn't do that. <laughs> but, you know, I put like a million things in my smoothie. So, yeah, so if you are making smoothies and you need some milk, I mean, just throw the nuts or the oatmeal in like, there. And- <laughs> with some liquid. Yeah. What you need. There we go. I mean, it's funny, though, isn't it? That you would be like, oh, I now know, I got to get my nut milk. And then you throw nuts in there anyway, some other kind of nuts. I so. Know. It's crazy. Just something to what you were saying about using the the plant-based milk for, like, sauces and stuff. If you're going to use it to cook, I would definitely not put, like, any sweetener in there because it's going to no. change the profile. Can you imagine? I bought milk-looking containers. Oh, my God. You know I milk. totally have a glass one that I bought yeah, from Natural I Pantry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, old school, like the milk uh, yeah. man that dropped off at yeah. you. Yep, yep. I do have that. <laughs> Because now I'm like, here's my milk in the milk jar. Oh, what do you mean? Lord. The milk is there in the milk container. Right. That's right. <laughs> All right, ladies. What's your takeaway for today? 
Well, I would just say, because I'm just obsessed with milk, that I think that this, this, this is great for anyone, even if you're not on a plant-based diet. This is like if you're in a pinch, you know what I mean? You always have yep. oats at home or some sort of nut, you right. know? So I think that this is a good, everyone should be making their own milk. There we go. So um, my takeaway really is, you know, you don't need to be drinking milk. And actually, in, we're reading Plant Strong, and it, he calls it liquid like meat. liquid meat. <laughs> Liquid meat That'll, sounds gross. It so sounds super gross. No, but my kids actually still drink milk, so I totally get it. Like, why? Like, I never thought I could give up milk, but like, it does. It causes cancer. <laughs> yeah, no. She doesn't I mean, think it's, it's funny. She's just. I mean, it's just. It is crazy. Yeah. Like, what we are feeding, feeding ourselves, ourselves yep. matters. Totally does. So read the China study. We've all been indoctrined to think that, you know, it does healthy things for our body. So it's like relearning that, too. Yeah. Anyway, Cameron, your take home. So my take home is going to be a tiny bit long-winded, but I'll keep it really short. So growing up in Alaska, we powdered milk was like a thing. Like my mom had plan of emergency right. provisions in case, you That's know, we super got Asian cut off to powdered US. milk. Well, Friggin' A, if that stuff never got used because it tastes disgusting and nobody actually needs to have milk <laughs> on board. So my dad trotted it away from the house, down the schoolie, up the other side, and, like, left it. So my vision now of milk is a black bear wedged in between these trees, licking up this powdered milk. And uh. probably we gave that black bear cancer. So anyway, that's my take-home. <laughs> Don't give black bears powdered milk. Yeah. And my last take-home is... If you're going to get stuff at the grocery store, the less ingredients, the better. You can make it at home, but you know what? There are brands out there that you can find, Elmhurst being one of those. There's plenty of other ones. And probably best for you would be sticking with soy, pea, or almond milk as your main staples. And that is it, guys. We are going to catch you next week where we're going to have even more fun because we just have even more fun every single time. That's right. So we're out of here. All right. Peace out.